Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Wildly Successful Law Firm podcast. This is your host, Nermeen Jasani, and let's get into today's episode. So last episode, I left you with a whole bunch of considerations around SEO. Maybe you fired your SEO team. Maybe you hired one. Maybe you changed your SEO team. Maybe you decided to drop it all together from possible marketing considerations. Wherever you are in your SEO journey, it connects directly to what we are going to be talking about today, and that is your law firm website. So it's 2023, and I'm going to share with you some of my best law firm website and design advice for attorneys and law firms in 2023. So let's start. Now, I will tell you, I have personally built several websites for myself and my clients, and I have used templates. I've done it from scratch. I have built all of my own websites for the last three, five years. Um, I'm very comfortable with the technical part of it, uh, at least using uh, code blocks or or using um, blocks and not actually coding the website. So Squarespace, uh, Wix, WordPress, all of these platforms I have built websites on. And I've also advised several of my clients when they have hired a website team on what the website should actually have. So when I say I know what I'm talking about and you should listen, you should listen, okay? I've seen a ton of shitty websites. I have seen people spend absurd amounts of money for really terrible websites. And I have seen lawyers get screwed. So I don't want that to be you. And if you know someone who is building a website or thinking about going through that process, share this episode with them because they're going to want to listen to this. Okay. So let's talk about what your law firm website should have, and best practices. Okay, first and foremost, please have a photo of yourself that is updated from the last six months. People change. They look different after a year. You might not think you look different, but we can tell you look different. And the worst thing is when your law firm website has a photo of you, and then I get on a Zoom call with you, or your client comes in for a consult in person and you look completely different, that feels like a bait and switch. That feels kind of like being catfished on Tinder, okay? Don't be that person. Have an updated photo of yourself. Your website should tell me about your practice area, okay? I want you to make sure that you are being clear about what you practice, family law, matrimonial law, employment law for employees, employment law for employers, personal injury for motorcycle accidents. Do you get the gist here? You want to be super clear about what you practice. I need to know where your office is located. And if you don't have an office and it's a virtual office, that's okay. Just tell me what city you're in. I go to so many law firm websites and there isn't even a freaking address. How do I know where I'm supposed to go to? 
Yes, I can throw it into Google Maps, but I'm on your website. Don't make me then go to Google Maps. That's just annoying. So annoying. You need to make it easy for anyone who is coming to your website, anyone who has chosen to come to your website out of the other 5,000 websites that they have gone to. You now have their eyeballs. You want to keep their eyeballs. You want those eyeballs to then tell your fi- to tell their fingers to pick up the phone and call you, okay? You need to make sure that your website is doing that. And it needs to be a new website, okay? It cannot be something from the 80s. It cannot be something from the 90s. I prefer websites that have quite a few pages to them. So an about page, which shares information about you. I love when you personalize that about page. Don't just make it generic, okay? Don't just throw up a photo of the city that you're in and then a paragraph about where you went to law school, some moot court bullshit that you did, some clerkship that you did, where you worked before that, and then that's it. Okay, I need this thing to be personalized. It does not need to read like a Craigslist wanted for dates ad section, okay? This doesn't need to read like your Tinder dating profile. I do need to know that there is something personal about you that's going to make me want to pick up the phone and call you. Because if you look at statistics on where people go on your website, they're going to your homepage, and then they're going to go to about, and then they're going to go to contact. And if this is someone who came off the internet, they don't know anything about you personally. They just searched in employment lawyer in Phoenix, Arizona, and you popped up. They don't know anything about you. I want you to welcome them, okay? It's like when a stranger shows up to your house and you just say, well, I went to Berkeley for law school and then I did a clerkship and then I worked at Kirkland and now I am an IP lawyer. Like, they don't want to hire you. That's, that's so cold. It's so robotic give me some personal facts about you. You can include your hobbies. You can include where you grew up. You can include your favorite city that you visited. You can include photos of you and your family and you can like put smiley faces over your kids' faces or over your husband's face. You can talk about how involved you are with the community. If you absolutely love, you know, the ASPCA or going to your local shelter, like, please include those details. They are so important to painting you as a human being because anyone who needs a lawyer is going through some sort of emotional trauma and they need to know that the person that they are going to hire can understand that emotional state that they're in. And the more human you look, the more likely they are to want to hire you. Okay, about page. If you have a team, you want to have a page for your team. You don't need to necessarily include their photos. You can use avatars if you want. 
You can have sort of cartoon images um, built out of them. You know, I know a lot of team members like to keep their privacy. You may also not want to disclose it so that, you know, your team doesn't get recruited or poached by other firms. So you want to have photos of your team, but it doesn't have to be them, but you want to have something that warms it up, that shows who they are. You want to have an office location. You want to have a contact information. One of the things that is helpful is having a little chat bot. I have seen engagement go up pretty significantly. If you're working with people who, for example, are doctors, they're not going to have the time to pick up the phone and call you. But what they might do is they might talk to the chat bot to schedule an appointment. They might talk to the chat bot instead of calling you. And that's what a lot of people are preferring to do. They don't want to get on phone calls unless you're with an immigration practice and they definitely do or criminal practice. They definitely do want to get on a phone call. But for some people, they just want to chat. So it's good for you to go ahead and have a chat bot on your website. There are quite a few that do a good job. Um, and it doesn't matter which one you choose, just as long as you do have one. Having a calendar scheduling link is super helpful where they can just go on and schedule themselves instead of having to talk to your team to schedule something. And having a section for payments. If they need to make a payment, they know exactly where to go or a client portal login. Those things are so helpful to have on your website. And yes, they do cost more, but having those things is really just more bang for your buck. It's going to go a long way and it's really going to help people. If you listen to the last episode, you know, I talk a lot about SEO and blogs. You can definitely have a blog section. You can have a newsletter opt-in section. These are all things that you can have. You don't have to have them, but you should go and listen to those episodes individually if you are thinking about it. But those are things that you can definitely include on your website. And these are good practices to have because we're in 2023. Like technology and website technology has come a long way and we can have chatbots and you can pay online and you can log in and you can do all of these things that just makes it easier for your clients. Okay, next thing, what your law firm website design should not have and what I want you to avoid in 2023. Okay, I'm going to be honest. I have seen some really bad websites, okay? Again, it's got to be a new website that's updated. I'm not a huge fan of one-page websites. I think it's just a little lazy. It looks like you DIY'd it on GoDaddy to build out your firm website, and it is barely functional. Like, it's just, it's not good, okay? You should not have an old photo of you. You should not have only stock photos. And stock photos are just basically the same photos that you see on every single website. You should not have a ton of legal jargon because no one knows what the fuck you are talking about. And you need to talk to the layperson, the person that didn't spend three years in law school, the person who didn't take the bar exam. They have no idea what these terms are on your website. So please do not use complicated 
legal jargon on your website. Again, you want to be clear and concise, and you definitely don't want to use like really ick words is what I'm going to call it. Oh, we care. We're a firm that's different. That's what every fucking law firm website says. And if they all say it, then by default, you're not different because they all say it, right? And somehow you are all working with website designers who use the same fucking words and it makes me want to lose my mind. If I see one more website that says, we're a firm that cares, we're different from the others, I'm going to throw up. I really am. And you don't want me to because that's just not nice. So no ick words, okay? There's a way for you to show that you care without having to say, we care. Let me ask you something. Would you ever hire a doctor that said, we care? No, you'd sit here and think to yourself, you're required to care. You are required to provide me care. Like you took an oath, the Hippocratic oath. You are literally required to care about me. So when people say stuff like that, it means nothing. It is word salad. It is worthless. It means nothing. You think that it sounds nice. Your website designer is like, oh yeah, you should say this. But it's not going to make someone want to pick up the phone and call you because you said you care. That's just not how people respond. And think think about yourself. Do you want to pick up the phone and call a doctor if they say we care? No. So what would make you want to pick up the phone and call them? That's how I want you to think about your website. Okay. And then the other thing that I definitely don't want you to have on your website is, and this is going to get me in trouble. But I don't want you to just have a photo of you, okay? I've seen a lot of these websites where people are just starting to, they're taking the I am my brand thing a little too far. And all it is is just a photo of them. And you're like, okay, but what do you practice? And where are you located? And how have you helped people before, (laughs) right? Like, None of that information is there, and that just makes me really, really sad when it's not there. Or when when I see that. And when I see just a photo and nothing else, that makes me really sad. So please don't do that. Please don't just rely on your brand of you and your face and expecting that to get you a bunch of phone calls. Okay, that's that's weird. It's a little creepy. It's a little self-absorbed. You can still be confident and have a photo of yourself, but just tell us what you do. That's it. Add the information. I need to know. Okay. Uh, Let me talk to you about what makes the best law firm advice. Uh, What makes the best law firm website? So the best law firm websites I have seen have very big fonts. The colors are not like insulting to the eye. I see a lot of people using yellow. Yellow is very hard to read. So please keep that in mind. I see websites that have like scrolling stuff and it just gets really confusing. Um, You know, what I really want you to think about is how to make it the most user-friendly. And, you know, the best law firm websites 
are really telling a story. They're using photos to pull you in, to say, hey, we work with immigrants. We work with parents. We work with employees. We work with real human beings. The photos that are chosen go a really long way. And I will tell you, I've seen a lot of photos lately of just a big library, like a very fancy library. And I get that they're trying to convey like, oh, we're sophisticated, we're professional, look how fancy this library is. But that's not telling me a story. It's not telling me what practice area you have. I need the images to effectively capture your practice area. So if you're a personal injury attorney, car accidents or brain injuries, if you are an immigration attorney, photos of the immigrants that you work with, photos of the American flag and the countries where the people that you have gotten immigration status for came from. Uh, if you are a family attorney, then the number of years you've been in practice, the number of children that you have put into uh, happy, healthy homes, the number of couples who you have helped amicably resolve their divorces, right? Like you want numbers. You want photos, right? And for some of you, if you are newer attorneys, if you don't have that many cases yet, that's okay. You can still talk about the number of years of experience you have. You know, five plus years of, of experience or multiply five times 365 and say over this many days fighting for immigrants, over this many days fighting for wrongfully convicted people over this many days fighting for employees who were wrongfully terminated. Like, use the numbers. Let it, let it sell the client for you, right? Don't be afraid to be, quote-unquote, braggy. It's okay to talk about how much you have done. It really is. And your website is almost like a showcase of your medals because you have worked hard and I know that you work hard for your clients and I know that your client situation sometimes keeps you up at night. So that is the place that you want to display that. You can have a video using that, but you don't have to. You can use the images and the numbers to really convey all of that for you. Okay, let's talk about how often you should get a new law firm website. Honestly, my opinion on this is every two to three years. And you should just build that into your budget. Every two to three years, you're going to spend five to $7,000. Websites start to look really dated really quickly. I will tell you, I updated my website early this year, and I already feel like it looks dated, and I want to change it. Before that, my last website was a year and a half, and I wanted to change it. So it's not just because I'm in this world and I'm building websites, so I get antsy about it. No, that's not what it is. It's that you want to make your website look like it's up to date. 
you want your website to look like it has all the most up-to-date information. I know a lot of people who have moved offices. Um, I know a lot of people who are with a different firm. I know a lot of people who have changed their practice area and they haven't even updated that on their website. So when I say I want you to update your website every two to three years, this is why, okay? Um, things change, your photo changes, technology changes. Now you can have online payment portals. Now you can have chat bots. You can have all of these things. Maybe your logo changed. Maybe, maybe three years ago, you paid somebody on Fiverr to do a really crappy law firm logo. And now you can afford to do a better logo and it should be updated and reflected on your website. Maybe your website three years ago was like blue and white, and now you've got a completely different personality and you feel more confident. So maybe you want purple and blue or whatever that is. You want to make sure that you are updating your website so that it reflects where you are today and how confident you feel and the things that have changed in your life. Okay, final thing here. What should a new website cost in 2023? Okay, look, these numbers vary wildly, okay? It depends on how many pages you have. Are you doing it with brand design, which means they're gonna pick your colors for you and give you a logo and build a website? Or are you gonna just have like a one-page website or a 10-page website, and then they're gonna do SEO on top of that? Honestly, it varies, especially if you want to start now having credit card information that collect, gets collected. You know, there's extra steps that are involved in there. If you want a private password-only section for clients, you know, that starts to cost a lot more. So what I normally see for websites is somewhere in the 5000 to 7500 range. If you get someone who comes at 12000 and it's just a website, and it's like five pages, you know, a welcome page, an about page, a team page, a contact page, and a blog page, for example. That should be in the five to 7,500 range. You can get that cheaper if you go on Upwork. There are other people who charge less than that, but the thing I want you to keep in mind is that they're probably using a template. And that means that your law firm website is going to look like everyone else's and it's going to have the same words. We care. We're different. You know, I've seen a lot of similar law firm websites and I can always just tell, oh, yeah, that's that's not a that's a template. And they all kind of look the same, like go to 10 different law firm websites and you will start to see that they're all the same, like they're. The images don't take up the entire screen. There's no hero banner. There's, you know, white space on the sides. You know, it's not very cluttered. It's just got a couple lines. You can't scroll all the way to the bottom. You have to tab through. Like, you can just tell that they're all kind of the same. And that's because a lot of these website designers are using templates because that's profitable for them as a website design agency. So you want to make sure that the people that you are working with are giving you something that's a little bit more custom, not just custom colors like blue and pink or blue and 
you know, orange or whatever those colors are, um, you want to make sure that the actual layout, the template that they're using is going to be customized to you and doesn't look like everyone else's website because it shouldn't. And if you go for like the website plus SEO option, please make sure that they are building your website as a custom WordPress code only website. I can't explain to you the technicals of it, but basically if they're not using templates, templates sometimes take longer to load. And Google will ding you if your website takes too long to load. And you may never get to the first page because of that. So from a technical SEO standpoint, um, you want a custom-built WordPress, WordPress website. And then those start to cost you cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. But again, you only need that if you're trying to get ranked on the first page for something very commonly searched like a car accident Atlanta attorney, right? Like if you're trying to get ranked for that, you're going to need a custom built website that ranks, that loads fast, that gets you up first, that gives your builder a lot more flexibility because they're not using a template, which is just code blocks that they have to work inside of. So just keep that in mind as you are on your website journey, but please make sure you hire a professional photographer to take your photos of you and your team. Please don't be cheap with your website. It is your storefront. It's the thing that's going to encourage people to call you. Um, The only time I would say that you should not invest in your website is if you have a website that for a practice area that nobody searches for. And I'm not really sure what people aren't searching for, but if all of your business is word of mouth, then you don't need a custom built website. You can do something that's in the $5,000 range and know that it's okay if it's a little templatey looking, um, but you know, you don't have a lot of people coming to your website, so that's okay. And most of your clients are word of mouth or referral. Um, and that's, that's okay then to not spend that money on your website. But again, every two to three years, get a new website, build it in your budget, 5000 to 7500 Don't make it too template And if you've got a really special practice area or something you really want to be ranked for first, you're going to be spending a lot more money. Okay, that's everything that I have here for this episode. (laughs) Went a lot longer than I wanted to, so thank you for bearing with me. And I will see you in the next episode, my friends. Bye.